Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Mothership Connection. Uh, thank you for listening last week. Uh, we uh, chronicled the career of uh, the great Wesley Snipes. I really enjoyed doing that episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Um, this week we're going to do part two of the comedies um, that I promised to do a part two of. Now that I remember the ones that I forgot to talk about in the first one. Um, so this will be part two of comedies. Let's get it. <sighs> All right, so we're back in part two of the comedies franchises that we were, were talking about in the episode a couple weeks ago. Um, I wanted to make sure I got you know, part two in pretty close to part one. Uh, that way it was still fresh in everyone's mind and, and my own. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said before in the first part one, the like, comedies are great, um, but a lot of them end up having sequels that should not be made. And it's just a lot of the sequels to comedies, for whatever reason, end up being a, a heartless money grab. Um, so yeah, so let's go, we'll talk into a couple of them here, but, uh, I think I want to start with a couple that, you know, I think that they were, their sequels were deserved, um, but did not really land. Um, so this is pretty much just movies that like they deserved a sequel because, you know, the first one did really great and the sequel was expected and they just kind of, you know, dropped the ball on the sequel there. Um, so the first one of those I'll talk about, it would be the, the movie with Seth Rogen and, Zac Efron. Is the name Efron? Yeah, Zac Efron. I don't know, I got a little, little brain freeze there, but yeah. Uh, the first Neighbors movie is hilarious. I really like it. I think it's great. Um, even though that piece of shit Dave Franco is in it. Um, but it's still, like I said, I like James Franco. I really fucking hate Dave Franco. Um, he looks like somebody put, I don't even know, some kind of polish on like a, a robot. He just doesn't look, he doesn't look right. Like, there's something wrong with that dude's face. Um, so, he just, I don't know, he tries to pour on, like, a a New York accent, and it's just like, dude, fuck you. You're famous because your brother's famous. All right? You know, talent, hack, fraud. Dave Franco, add him to the list of frauds we've been talking about. Um, but anyway, the first Neighbors movie is hilarious. Um, if you haven't seen it, I suggest you see it. It's very funny. Um, it's Seth Rogen... Uh, the woman's name is escaping me right now, but she's very good in it too. Uh, what is her name? I can't think of her name. Uh, it'll come to me, but she's, she's funny in it. Um, basically what happens is, is, you know, a married couple that recently had a baby has a frat move in next door and Zach Efron's like the head of the frat. And so is Dave Franco. And, uh, I, I guess McLovin from super bad's in the frat. I don't know if he, what his status would be, but basically they move in next door and like, Seth Rogen and aren't happy because they're being noisy and they just had a kid and blah, blah, blah. That sets up the hijinks, whatever. Um, but it, it, it executes well. Um, you know, what happens is they end up calling the cops in the party and Zach Efron and the frat guys get pissed. And so they try to try to fuck with Seth Rogen and his wife. I cannot believe I can't think of her name. I had it written down on everything. Oh, shit. What was, what's her name? I can't think. Uh, anyway. I had it written down somewhere um, whenever I was trying to remember what movies I wanted to talk about. Um, but I wouldn't take all these. I don't script them, so sorry. If her name pops up later on, it'll, it'll pop up. Um, God, it's like on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, but the movie's funny. It's hilarious. All the pr- pranks and stuff that go back and forth are great. Um, and then, you know, they eventually end up, you know, the frat house gets, Zach like after one of them get kicked out of the frat house. And, you know, that's pretty much how the movie ends. Zach Efron working as a 
a jean model at some store and Seth Rogen runs into him and takes his shirt off and pretends to model jeans too. So it's kind of like a, a playback to the Patrick Swayze, Chris Farley thing where um, when Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley were being Chippendale dancers. And of course, Patrick Swayze was a chiseled, perfect embodiment of a male body and Chris Farley was, you know, a big, jolly, overweight, fat guy. So that's where that's where the comedy came in, and that that's kind of like a throwback, a callback to um, that's you know classic sketch on SNL with Swayze and Farley. So it's Rogan and Efron. Um, but the movie's funny. Zach Efron's hilarious in it. Um, like Baron Holtz is in it. He plays you know the perfect. He always plays like the perfect bro. Um, he's really obnoxious, so that's probably why it works. But the first Neighbors is great, um, and the second Neighbor movie is just fucking garbage. It is like it's it's terrible. It's did not end up going well. I don't know why. Like the obvious next step, um, which I knew what they were going to do is, in, you know, in the second one, instead of having a frat move in, a sorority moves in, um, which everybody saw coming, and that's you know the logical next move for that um, type of movie. And it's just the, the jokes don't land the same. Like everything, like Seth Rogen's really toned down. Like, anytime he tells, like, a typical Seth Rogen joke, um, some sorority girl chimes in and it's like, that's sexist, or that's, it's like, uh, you know, that's, I don't come to the, I don't come to a Seth Rogen movie to get political, politically correct comedy. I, I come there to get the exact opposite. So why they decided to, like, build the whole fucking movie around some sorority girl pointing out, like, dick jokes aren't, and it's just, it didn't land. I, I don't know what they were trying to accomplish. I don't know what they thought they were going to do. But it just, it did land, the, you know, it wasn't funny. And I, I don't know the dynamic they were trying to pull with, like, I, I just don't get what they were trying to accomplish with the movie. Like, it was just total fucking bullshit. Um, it wasn't funny at all. Like, I mean, the jokes could be funny, but they just weren't. And they didn't land, and, like, the actress that they had, it's that something Moretz lady. It's that blonde girl was in, like, everything now. Um, she just wasn't very good in it. It was just, I don't know. It just wasn't up to par with the first one. Uh, the first one, you know, it just, I felt like it was more like the second one was just some fucking, it was a money grab. I mean, it was, uh, they were just like, let's slap this title on here. Um, let's, you know, not even try to write it well and just get whatever money we get. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what was said in the, the pitch room during that fucking movie. So yeah, if you want to watch the first neighbors, watch it. It's great. It's funny. Uh, just try to ignore that the second one even exists because it's really stupid and just not good. Um, it totally bombed at the box office and I mean, it's just, it was shitty. I don't understand what they were, you know, what they were thinking with just the route they took with like, people don't come to, to see a Seth Rogen movie for, you know, like, like I said, like political correctness, they come to see it for raunchy, you know, dick jokes and pot references and Seth Rogen laughing. That's pretty much, that's pretty much why you go to see a Seth Rogen movie. Um, so yeah, Neighbors 1's great, Neighbors 2, chalk it off your list, pretend like it doesn't exist. Another movie like that is, um, you know, excuse me, or is Wayne's World 2. The first Wayne's World is great, I think everyone can agree on that, it's fucking hilarious, it's awesome, I mean, it's really, Wayne's World 1 is really good. And Wayne's World 2, and the whole scheme of like, rating sequels and stuff, isn't terrible, but it just did not work. At, you know what I mean? Like, it just didn't... It didn't land the way the first one did, and it couldn't. I mean, it's hard. That's what... That's the 
the problem too, because with those movies that were SNL sketches that got turned into movies, is it's really hard to, you know, land the first one. And if you do land the first one, it's hard to milk out a second movie off, you know, what was essentially a, a sketch comedy, like a, you know, a recurring sketch on Saturday Night Live. But Wayne's World 1, as we all know, is great. You know, it's funny. It's fucking hilarious. Dana Carvey's brilliant as Garth. Um, it's just a great movie. And Mike Myers is hilarious as Wayne. And it's just the second one. It's just, they, I don't know. It just seems like it was just very forgettable and just not, didn't have as many moments as the first one did as far as like classic moments and things that were really great about it. And there's fun, like, it's not a terrible movie by any means, but it's just, it's a sequel that didn't live up to uh, the hype, or the, not the, I wouldn't say the hype, because it really wasn't the hype back then. Um, but uh, live up to the quality of the first one, I would say. I've probably seen the first Wayne's World, like, over over 50 times. Probably more. But it's just, it was one of those movies that you could just put in when, you know, when you're younger, you're out from school sick, it's like, oh, I'll just pop in Wayne's World, or, you know, there's a snow day, it's like, hey, if I watch fucking Wayne's World, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, the first one is, you know, a classic. It's great. It's hilarious. Second one, I mean, that's good to have it on in the background while you're doing something else. Like, it's just very forgettable. There's nothing unique or great about it. It's just kind of, you know, it exists, and that's that. That's why they never made a third one. So, those, I mean, those two. I mean, I, I was, Ace Ventura is kind of a toss-up. So, I would say that they're both equal quality. Um, but the first, the first Ace Ventura movie is definitely, I would say it's better than the second one. The second one's still fucking hilarious. Um, but the, the first one was just amazing, you know? So it's hard. For those kind of movies, it's hard. Like, Ace Ventura was, the first one's great. The second one's funny. It's just, it's hard to replicate. Kind of like Wayne's World, when the first one is so good, it's hard to replicate like that in the sequel. And it's also hard to have, like, the same energy come into the sequel. Um, especially since, I mean, Wayne's World 1 was fucking, I mean, Ace Ventura 1 was hysterical. You know? It was just, it was. And it's, you know, it's hard to, I mean, Courtney Cox is in it, which kind of ruined it because she's, she, she couldn't act her way out of a mirror. I don't even know what that means. She's a, she's a bad, she's a bad actress. Let's put it that way. Um, but she, I mean, I don't know. It was just, Ace Ventura 1's great and Ace Ventura 2 has, it's funny, but it's just, the first one's just better, you know? So that's, that's just like a few examples of where, you know, the, the first one, there's comedies that deserve sequels and got them and they just kind of didn't really live up to, you know, the standard of the first movie. Um, and that brings us back to another Mike Myers franchise, um, which is Austin Powers. And Austin Powers one was great. I mean, I think everyone really enjoyed that one. The second one was, it was okay. Um, but it was, wasn't very, it wasn't in comparison to the first one, it wasn't good. And the third one is unwatchable. I don't even know why they made a third one. And they're talking about making a fourth one. It's like, why, man? Why are you fucking making a fourth Awesome Powers? Especially, like, it's like it's been 15 years, 16 years maybe since the this third one came out. And it's just like, like Mike Myers is coming up, like, he's going to be hitting his 60s soon. And he's going to be acting like Awesome Powers still. You know, like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know why. And there's not even, like... There's not even like a public like demand for it. It's just this. I feel like it's like oh, Mike Myers hasn't been anything in a while. Let's let's try to dig up Austin Powers because Mike Myers had that terrible fucking awful fucking movie Love Guru, which was supposed to like spawn a third 
like a trilogy of movies, and it was just fucking terrible. The only good thing was getting to see a Jessica Alba on screen for two hours. But that movie was just fucking horrible. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Austin Powers, first one's great. Uh, the second one, I mean, it's watchable. Third one, it's just so fucking stupid. You know, like, it's just, ah, it's just Mike Myers playing Mike, you know, a bunch of dudes. It's just, I don't know. It's just like, I mean, it's supposed to be funny, but it's just like an irritating thing to sit through. It's kind of like the second Zoolander. Like, it's just fucking, like, Zoolander 2 was terrible. Zoolander 1 was funny. I mean, I think it gets more credit than it should, but it was still funny. Zoolander 2 was just, and once again, like, it's a fucking money grab. Just like Joe Dirt 2. Like, Joe Dirt 1 is a classic movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It's hilarious. Joe Dirt 1 is fucking hilarious. Joe Dirt 2 is fucking garbage. Like, I don't understand, like, how, how you can go that wrong with a movie. You know what I mean? Especially when you have, like, like, I don't even know. I mean, there really didn't need to be a... I mean, that's the thing, too. There didn't need to be a second Joe Dirt. There didn't need to be a second Zoolander. You know, Hollywood just doesn't want to make... Like, it's just lazy as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, they're... I don't know. Like, they're so lazy. Like, it just doesn't... Like, why do you got to sit there and it's like, Oh, what movies can we make, guys? We need a, we need a good blockbuster comedy for... Bah! And it's like, so you pick Zoolander 2... Joe Dirt 2, Austin Powers 3, you know, like Paul Blart 3. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, think of something funny. How do you not have the ability to, like, especially nowadays with uh, anybody can submit, like, with social media and the internet and YouTube and Twitter and everything, like, you can, anybody can have a good fucking idea. You know, like, how is, how can like, the average person have great ideas for things, but Hollywood which is like an infinite pit of money that has all the money and all the resources in the world doesn't seem to want to make a good movie or even make an effort um, to think of like a, a fresh new idea, you know? And like Hollywood wants a bitch like, oh, TV's killing us. It's like, well, TV's like all these streaming sh- streaming things. And I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of streaming, but all these you know, cable channels and streaming, they all have like these original shows and movies that are way that are higher quality than a lot of these Hollywood studios are pumping out. So if I mean, if you want to get you want to bitch about you know oh they're killing us, it's like well do better. You know what I mean? Like do better. You have the ability to do better. Do better. Like you you have all the money, literally all the money in the fucking world. You know all the resources, all the connections. You can make a good movie if you want to. It's just you'd rather keep pumping out fucking shitty sequels and prequels and spinoffs and reboots and all kind of other dumb shit. Like I heard that they want to reboot the jerk. That is one of the greatest comedy movies of all time. The jerk is one of the greatest comedy movies of all time. And nobody could ever pull that off better than Steve Martin did. on I don't know, 1970s fucking something. And now they want to reboot it. And they want Will Ferrell to play Steve Martin's character. Like Will Ferrell is hilarious. And I like all of his movies pretty much. Uh, with the exception of a few. And I think he's, he's f- fucking cracks me up. But he can't, like, you don't need to reboot, like, the jerk. Don't touch it. There's certain, like, movies that are classics that you don't fucking touch. And that's one of them. Like, you can't recreate it. 
And you can't, I mean, the premise nowadays, the cancel culture would be all over it. That fucking bullshit. I can't stand cancel culture. It's so fucking dumb. But, I mean, you can't reboot the jerk. Or, like, they wanted to, like, reboot the nutty professor. It's like, why? There was already two of them. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to do any better than Eddie Murphy did in the first two. Plus, like, the last one came out in, what, 2000? 2001? Nobody fucking wants another Nutty Professor movie. Especially if Eddie Murphy's not going to be in it. It's just like they throw darts at, like, a list of things, and it's like, oh, we'll make a movie about that, and we'll we'll do a prequel, do a sequel. Um, What else can we fucking do that's stupid? You know? Why don't you go ahead and make Deuce Bigelow 3? And, like, I personally... You can make fun of me if you want. Personally, like I think that both Deuce Bigelow movies are fucking hilarious. The first one, the first one's hilarious, and the second one's really good too. But I mean, the, that being said, like I think we've delved far enough into Deuce Bigelow's character. Like, what else, what else could you do about Deuce Bigelow's character? You know. But it's just my point. My point is like Hollywood needs to step their fucking game up. All right, like you don't you can't just keep pumping out remakes and sequels and reboots and all kind of it's just you can't and they keep trying to do this thing where they will the reboot like a a classic movie that had like a male lead and reboot it with like a female lead like they try to reboot splash uh earlier it was either earlier this year or last year and it fucking bombed because nobody wants to see the, the, the story of splash was you know it was a man and a mermaid you know what i mean like and this time, like, it was Anna Ferris and a male, a male mermaid, whatever the hell that's called. I don't even know what that's called, but it's just, like, people don't want to see that shit. Same thing with the all-female Ghostbusters reboot. And they're like, oh, fuck, nobody went and saw it because they're sexist. It's like, no, people love Ghostbusters, and they don't need a reboot with a bunch of, just, like, with a bunch of girls. Like, did, did, did any girls listening, like, did you grow up? Wanting to be an, a Ghostbuster. You know what I mean? Like, people don't want to see that. And that movie was just a whole bunch of fucking, like, dick jokes. It's like, oh, we punch Slimer in the balls. We punch this other ghost in the balls. It's like, okay, that's not funny. You know what I mean? Like, and that people didn't go see it because they, because girls were in it. People didn't go see it because they didn't want a fucking reboot, period. You know? It's just, it's just, I don't know. What else was it? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, another classic Steve Martin movie that they remade with Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Fucking bombed. You know why? Because people don't want you touching the classic movies. You know, you could have rebooted it with two, it had nothing to do with it being female leads. You could have rebooted it with two of the funniest male actors out and it still would have bombed because people don't want, you don't want, people do not want you touching some of the classic fucking movies that are out there. You know, and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is one of those. The Jerk is one of those. You don't need to reboot that shit. And, like, they also want to reboot um, a lot of these, like, 90s, like, high school, like, rom-coms. They're not going to work because it was funny because it was in the context of the time frame. Like, the time it was made. Like, if you reboot, like, they want to reboot um, She's All That and Never Been Kissed and all those other ones like that. Those worked because of the time frame they were made. If you tried to make that movie now, it'd be fucking stupid. And it's going to bomb. It's going to bomb hard. So they just need, like, you need to be able to think of, you know, fresh ideas and take a risk. You know, yeah, they, you know, making the sequel to Neighbors, 
You know, but it, that bombed the Dubois Foxes too, but that might have seemed like a safe bet since the first one did good. Make fresh, like, you know, fresh, good comedies. There have been plenty that have come out, you know, that were fresh and new. Um, old School would be one of those. Uh, the movie Slackers would be one of those. Um, I'm trying to think. Road Trip at the time. Road Trip's a great movie. Old School's a great movie. Slackers is one of my favorite movies. Very underrated and very, very under, like, not well known, which is surprising to me. Um, if you ever saw Slackers, watch it. It's a great fucking movie. 2002. Uh, it's Devin Sawa and Donna from the, that 70s show and Jason Siegel. It's a really good movie. Uh, I suggest watching it. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but those are what I mean. Like, there's been movies that have come out that have been, you know, funny and were for like newer ideas. Like, you can't just keep pumping out the same bullshit. I mean, there's a certain fraction, like a certain market that'll go out and see the same bullshit, but you know, with all the competition, there's even people on YouTube who make their own content, like independent people that make their own content and stuff that are better than a lot of the movies that are out there. Like there's Star Wars fan films on YouTube that are better than the Star Wars movies that have been made recently. And that's not hyperbole. That's not like being a smart ass. Like there's fan films on YouTube, Star Wars fan films that are better than, you know, what Hollywood, what, you know, the studios have been pumping out. Um, so it's just like, go fucking, you know, make a good fucking movie. Take your time. You don't have to, like, that's what annoys me. Like, Marvel, for example, has the next, like, eight years of movies already, like, timed out and, like, have release dates. You take your time and, like, don't rush things. You know, like, if, if it takes three years to make the movie, it takes three years to make the movie. Don't, don't sit there and be like, oh, we gotta have it out by this date. We gotta, we gotta break ground by this date, grandpa. And it's like, no, like, take your time. Make something that's worthwhile and something that'll last a long time. Don't just keep pumping shit out because it's like people expect to get two Marvel movies every year. You know, and that's what happened to Star Wars. They were they promised us, oh, we're gonna have three Star Wars movies a year. And it's like, well, and then you stop that because you kept you made a bunch of shitty ones. Take your time and make something I would rather wait I would rather wait like six years for the movie to come out and be fucking awesome than get it in like a year and have it suck. You know, and there's been movies that have come out recently that have been, that are creative and did really well. Like that movie yesterday, um, basically, you know, the Beatles kind of like kind of the Beatles movie. It was fucking awesome. I went and saw it in the theater. It was great. It did really well. And it's original idea. And it wasn't expected to do anything. And it did. It did great. So the point I'm making there is like, if you make content that's good, people will go see it. You know, like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to sit there and be like, oh, here's the reboot of this popular movie that we're not going to take any kind of risk on. We're going to shove hundreds of million dollars at and hope that we, you know, get a little bit of a profit. It's like, no, just make good fucking shit again. You don't have to, like, you don't need $500 million to make a good movie, you know? I think that's a misconception, too. It's like, oh, if we don't spend at a certain mark, like, it's not going to be good. It's like, dude... There's, been, there's movies out there that have been made for, like, on a shoestring budget that made tons and tons of money. Like, money should be the like the afterthought after making the good product, you know? You obviously want to get a return on your investment. I understand that. But you don't have to set a mark like all these like Marvel movies and Star Wars movies. Like, they have close to, like, $800 million budgets and shit. It's ridiculous. And then in the movie, you will make, a, you know, over a billion dollars and they're still like, oh, that's not enough. It's like, you don't have to, like, why do you need that much money to make a movie? 
you can make a movie for the fra a fraction of that and still make it just as good. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, Hollywood just needs to fucking quit fucking around and actually start trying to make movies again. Because I feel like there was a certain cutoff point, like after the writer's strike that ended, one of the end of like what, 2011, 2012, where they've kind of just been, you know, under, under throwing the pit, like underarm pitch, just throwing softies down, right down the strike zone. Like they haven't been trying since then, I feel like. But just be creative. Make good movies and people will go fucking see them. Like you don't have to follow this stupid corporate bullshit, um, you know, formula for you know money making success. And I understand. I understand that profits and most people was the most important thing. I get it. I'm not. I'm not naive to the fact of that. But at the same time, like you can make a good movie for a lot less money. Like you don't have, and it'll make the profit you're wanting to make without you pumping in, you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. It's insane. Like, Robert Downey Jr. gets paid $50 million every time he's Iron Man. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, it's just, it's insane. Like, there should be a fucking salary cap in Hollywood. <laughs> it's like, your movie can have this many players on it. This is what you gotta stay under, you know? Call some people up from the the minor leagues, if you have to, to make the movie. But, I mean, I'm obviously kidding. They would never do that. And it's not even plausible in that situation. But it's just absurd. It's like, so you want... And everyone wants Iron Man in the movie. So it's like, oh, well, we're starting off right away having to pay this fucking guy $50 million. You know what I mean? It, I don't, it's just... It's crazy to me. Same thing on TV with how much actors make per episode. It's, it's fucking asinine. Like on How I Met Your Mother... The main characters are making $500,000 an episode. Every season was 25 to 30 episodes. Fuck that. Like, get somebody else to do it for a little, for less money. You know, like, I understand, like, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, Jason Siegel, pay them, whatever. Allison Hannigan, I guess, she was a little bit well-known. But the other people on that show, Josh Radner and Colby Smuckers or whatever the hell her fucking name is, they weren't known. Why are they getting half a mil per episode? You know what I mean? And then they have the nerve to go out and talk about like income inequality and be political when they're making 500 grand a fucking episode to pretend to be friends on TV. Like, get the fuck out. I don't know. Actors, Hollywood's a fucking cesspool. It is. And I know that's like a, whatever the hell, I don't even know what the right word would be. Quandary? I don't know. I don't know. It's late and I'm tired, but like, it's just, it, it, it's a fucking cesspool. And it's a weird relationship I have with Hollywood and everything. Cause like, I love movies and I fucking hate Hollywood. It's, it's really, I don't know. It's like, you love the product, but you hate the, the origin of it. Um, but anyway, back to the comedy movies. So yeah, Austin powers four is in the works. Unfortunately, um, they really should just not fucking do that. Um, but yeah, like I said before, I, you know, Joe dirt's great. I think both both Deuce Bigelow's are good. Uh, the first, like, we'll talk about American Pie now. Like American Pie, I've, I've never seen. I've seen the first one. I've never seen any of the other. There's like four or five other ones, and I haven't seen any of the sequels. But what that tells me is they're fucking garbage. If there's that many sequels, they suck. You know, the first one was fine. It was, you know, it was good. Nice trip down comedy lane, I guess. 
Um, but it was just, I never saw the sequel, so, but I would assume that since there's four of them, that they're heartless money grabs. And Jason Biggs is just a fucking asshole, so. It pro- the other movies probably suck. And, like, another one, like, Anchorman, Anchorman 1 is great. Anchorman 2 is really funny, but it's also just, like, fucking crazy. <laughs> like, like, Anchorman 2, is, it, I watch it, it, it cracks me up, it's hilarious. But it's also just, like, crazy fucking nonsense, that's why it's funny. Um, but the first one, the, f- the first Anchorman's brilliant. Like, Will Ferrell is Ron Burgundy. Um, the first go-around is just, it's just fucking gold. It really is. The second one, like I said, it's funny. It makes me laugh, but it's like, it's, it's pretty fucking out there. <laughs> it's pretty out there, but it's good. I like it. Um, same thing with like horrible bosses. Uh, the first one, I would say that both horrible boss movies, um, of course that's Charlie Day and Jason Bateman and Jason Sudeikis and all them. Um, the first one's funny. Second one's funny too. Um, before we all knew how much of a creep Kevin Spacey was, he was the he was the horrible boss. Uh, Jennifer Aniston's hot as can be in both of them, especially the second one. And they're funny, but you know the franchise ended because Kevin Spacey's such a fucking creep. You know what I mean? And if you don't know all about Kevin Spacey, basically he's a diddler. Um, you can look into more depth into it, but he's he's a fucking diddler. Which sucks, because he was in that Baby Driver movie, which is one of the greatest action movies made in the last 10 years. Um, and that was, like, the last thing he did before it all came out, that how much of a fucking weirdo he is. Uh, but, yeah, but, I mean, Horrible Bosses, they're good. They're a delightful romp, um, if you're looking for something good to watch. The first one, first one's probably a little bit funnier than the second one, but the second one's good, too. Um, and like I said, Jennifer Aniston in the second one is just... She's great in the first one, but in the second one, she is just a whole another level of... Uh, maintaining her hotness from the 90s. Uh, she is just... In the second movie, she's very fucking hot. <laughs> uh, we'll put it that way. But yeah, they're, I mean, they're good. They're good movies to watch, but it's just, at the same time, it's like they're kind of tainted because Kevin Spacey's such a fucking weirdo. I mean, he's a fucking creep. I mean, that's definition of a creep there. But I mean, I'm sure a lot of them are. I mean, Hollywood's a fucking cesspool. Bunch of fucking people with way too much money and time on their hands and God knows what's accessible to them, you know? So, yeah. Like I said, it's a weird relationship to to really love cinema and love movies and love the whole movie-going experience. And I, you know, I own a lot of Blu-rays and DVDs because I collect them. I'm I'm a big movie fan. I just hate, you know, Hollywood and the whole, like, the people that make them. Not the actors by themselves. There's a lot of actors who I think are fucking pieces of shit. Um, but just the whole, I don't know, like, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard because it's just, I don't know. It's hard to fucking describe uh, what I'm trying to say in regards to like the industry. But I love, I mean, I love movies. I love to watch them. It's they're a great escape. And you know, I don't know. I I don't know. (laughs) I know I've said, I don't know like 20 times, but it's just, it's hard to, have the right words come out about how I feel about Hollywood. And I'll go ahead and just say it, say the movie industrial complex and what I think. Um, I don't know. Studios just get too involved. I know know it's their seed money and everything, but they just get too fucking involved in the project and uh, movies change because of, you know, 
committee thinking and people in the boardroom and shit. And it's just kind of, I think that if movies were allowed to be movies and be, you know, what the, the people who are making them, the talent who are making them actually want the movie to be like, I think the movies would be a lot better. And Half-Baked is a, is a good example of that. Um, the movie that Dave Chappelle thought he made when he went and saw it at the premiere was completely different than the cut that they agreed on. So he's sitting in the theater thinking he's going to see the final cut that he signed off on. And when he sits there on the premiere night, it is completely different version than what they've, you know, agreed to be released. And that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. It's like they're a bunch of hucksters. Like they just try to, they like, I don't know, they just pull fast ones on each other and people in general. And it's just fucking crazy. I mean, the guy that wrote and made the movie doesn't get a say in the final cut of the movie. And then he's told that he, here's the cut we're going to show Dave. And then he's sitting there watching it, you know, with everyone else on the premiere night. And it's not the version that he was told was going to be released. You know? So it's just, it's shit like that that Hollywood does. It pisses me off. Um, but yeah, that was, that's part two of comedies. So I know those are the other franchises I wanted to speak on. Um, so that wraps up the comedy episode. Um, part one, you can go back and listen to it. It's up. Um, in part two, you know, obviously this is part two. Um, but thanks for listening. Next week, we're going to talk, we're going to go back to, uh, talking about action franchise. I'm going to talk about Rambo. Uh, you know, Rambo's five of them. So we'll have some fun talking about that. And I really like the Rambo franchise. Um, so yeah, well, next week will be Rambo and thanks for listening. And as always, keep shaking your knees.